and we thank you for another opportunity that he has given to us to appear before his presence. He said, I have not called the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. You have not come for jamboree. You have come to meet with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. And one beautiful thing about him that the Bible described him as the God that answers prayer. So you are not in the wrong place. Unto he that answers prayers shall all flesh come to. Genesis chapter 49 verse 10 he says, Unto thee shall the gathering of the people be. So we are not going astray. We are in line. Shout hallelujah. Psalm chapter 121 verse 1. It's a very popular scripture. But I'd like us to read it tonight. He said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From where cometh my help? Verse 2. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and the earth. Can you help me ask your neighbor tonight? Where does your help come from? What did the person tell you? Let me ask you tonight. Where does your help come from? If you're sure that your help comes from the Lord, can you say it with conviction? Shout hallelujah. Oh yes, we're in the spirit. Tonight I want to speak briefly on what I have titled Commanding Victories by the Help of God. Can you say that after me? By the Help of God. I don't need to remind you that the life that we live is full of challenges and battles. Whether you like it or not, life is full of challenges. When you wake up in the morning, you're not even sure where the next challenge will come from. When you wake up in the morning and you leave your house, you're not even sure the next battle that you will face. And that is the reality of the life that we live. Shout hallelujah. And also interestingly, becoming a Christian does not necessarily exempt you from the battles of life. Hear this and hear it well. Becoming a Christian does not necessarily exempt you from the battles of life. Faith will put it this way. She said, to be challenged is scriptural. Did you hear what I said? To be challenged is scriptural. But what is scriptural is to be defeated by that challenge. Shout hallelujah. John put it in a wonderful way in John chapter 14 verse 1. He said, the man that is born of a woman is of few days and those days are full of troubles. Whether you like it or not, there are troubles everywhere. In the place where you walk, there are people that you have never offended for once. But for no just cause, they are committed to bringing you down. For no just cause, they are committed to ensuring that this city where God has blessed you with, that you don't live to occupy that city. Shout hallelujah. You have just got money and you started building in your house, in your village. Building a house in your village. There are people that will look at that house and say, over my dead body, will I live and see this one complete this house? What did you do to them, sir? Nothing. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And that is why every time heaven is about to release something new in your life, every time heaven is about to bless someone, that is when the kingdom of darkness will suddenly awake. Brother, they did not see you when you were suffering. All the while you were suffering, they did not see you. All the white things were had, they did not see you. But the moment God remembers you, something will be awakened in them. 
they will suddenly remember you. That is the reality of the life that we live. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. A story was told of a man, my colleague was sharing that story with me, who was pursuing one particular contract. He has been frequenting Abuja for that particular contract. And the day the contract paper was delivered to that man, Copy was only remained with copy. A vehicle knocking down, he died. The vehicle did not knock him down all the while he was struggling to get that contract. But the day that contract paper was delivered to him, that was the day that he died. My prayer is that it shall not be our portion. In the name of Jesus. God said in 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9 that a great door and effectual has been opened unto me. But there are many adversaries. And how do we overcome the challenge of life? It is by the help of God. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Those who win over the battles of life are not people who are highly connected, no. They are not people that are physically strong, no. They are people that depend on the help of God. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord God who made the heavens and the earth. Surely he shall not allow my foot to be moved. The help of God is an unconditional help. It is not a seasonal help. It is a two-four-seven help. Brother, you just left a place. And after you left that place, they told you something about happened. Do you know the, the, the number of battles, the number of things that they are planning behind you and you don't know, and God does not allow them to come near you? He shall not allow my feet to be moved. He that watches over me does not sleep. He does not slumber. It is not like the guard watching over a big man. When the big man goes to sleep, the guards will go to sleep. Hallelujah. He's a 247 help. Every time you call him, he's available. When you are sleeping, he's watching over you. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. That is the help that we're talking about. He will not allow my foot to be moved. He who watches over you will not slumber. He who watches over Israel will not slumber, nor sleep. The help of God is a no-shaking type of help. <laughs> no-shaking type of help. No-shaking type of help. And so I want to encourage us. You see, when you depend on those small chants that you prepare, one day the chant will fail you. When you depend on those things that you go to seek for help from, one day they will fail you. Sometimes when you have problems, you have people that when you call them on the phone, they have connection, you have connection. They will send you help. One day you will call that number and it will not be available. But can I tell you something? God can never disappoint you. Yes. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your enemy will become helpless anytime he discovers the source of your help. When they are pursuing you and achieve man, you know, a woman challenged one of my friends that he was going to, she was going to go to the village. You know, praise the Lord. Your enemy will become helpless the moment you they discover the source of your help. The Bible says, Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle? With the Lord. If God be for you, who can be against you? That's such was the case. 
No matter the verdict that they have passed over your life. You say, who is that that says the thing and it comes to pass? When the Lord God has not commanded it. Come, they are free to see. The Bible says that the righteous man judges all things. Nothing brings it under judgment. Shout hallelujah. Nothing brings it under judgment. And that is the help that we are talking about that God gives. Praise the Lord. That cannot, no situation of your life can, you know, can overcome that help when it comes upon you. See what they did to Jesus. Jesus had told them that he would die and on the third day he would resurrect again. They said, okay. And eventually when Jesus died, they put him in the tomb and they sent soldiers to watch over the tomb. They did not want the disciples to come and steal the corpse at night and say that he has resurrected. They put God in charge. When the angel of the Lord came, the angel of hell came. They were like dead men. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. When the angel of hell came, they were like people that were dead. I pray for you. When your angel of hell will come, hell will come. All your enemies, they shall fall to the ground like dead men. In the name of Jesus. If you are what I'm talking to, your amen should be louder. Let no man deceive you. You cannot do much without the help of God. He said, by strength shall no man prevail. First of all, chapter 2, verse 9. Zerubbabel was so eager to build the temple. And God said to him in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, it is not by power, it is not by, by strength, it is not by your effort, it is by the Spirit, says the Lord. Don't think you can go far. Don't think you can triumph over the enemies without the help of God. Do not neglect the help of God in anything you do. Shout hallelujah. It is very important to understand this. The help of God is very important. The help of God is every day you wake up in the morning and say, God, please help me. God, please help me. God, please help me. That particular day when we came to Ebony, uh, I was going to have a clinic with my friend that day. And we saw a convoy that drove past us. They were to us. And I said to my friend, let's see if we can match up with this people. Because the road was a bit that day. My friend said, calm down. Let's just hide you and Before five minutes, before we got to that checkpoint, uh, entry to Abek Lake, those people have crashed themselves. And every day you wake up in the morning, you go for the business. Some of us are very busy people. We fly everywhere, we travel everywhere. But yet, God kept you. That is the help of God. And so it's important never to neglect this help. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Never become too wise or too intelligent or too strong in your own eyes to neglect the help of God. Quickly, I'm going to share with us four dimensions of help, the help of God that we need to desire as we move forward. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Four manifestations of the help of God. And number one thing I said here is that the help of God is that which uses small vessels to achieve mighty results. Small vessels to achieve mighty results. When things happen, they are looking for who is commanding these results. Small vessels, but yet command mighty results. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll quickly share with us what happened in the book of Judges chapter 6. I'm not going to read it because of time, but I'll tell you the story of what happened. The Bible said in that Judges chapter 6, 
And it got to a time in the life of the Israelites that they sinned against God. And God delivered them to the hands of Midianites. And the Midianites began to oppress the people of Israel. They became a terror to the people of Israel. If the people of Israel plants in the fields, they will go and destroy it. They will destroy their flock, they will destroy their cattle. And these people were so many. The Bible said that they were numerous. Numerous people rising against Israel. And Israel was crying for help. God help us. God help us. And then God decided to help them. And I was thinking in my small sense. The Bible has described this nation as a great nation. I was thinking that God will go and look for a champion, a warrior, to deliver the people of Israel. I was thinking that God will look for Anthony Joshua. I was thinking that God will look for our Mike. Or maybe ultimate warrior to lead this battle. And the Bible said God went and located a man called Gideon. Ah. Who is Gideon? To lead this battle. Who is Gideon? To lead this battle. Shout hallelujah. And in Judges chapter 6, verse 15, Gideon described himself as weak. He said, God, come on. I am from the tribe of Manasseh. You know, behold, my family is poor in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. Not just that I am from a weak clan in Manasseh. I am the smallest in my father's house. Whenever there is a battle, and when you need to win a and you do men will fight. I am from the weakest clan in Manasseh. And I am the weakest in my family. When you talk about battles, you don't mention my name. When you talk about Kenyan war, no, you don't call Gideon. You allow me to run and hide with the women. That was the man that God chose to lead that help. Haba. And you know what Gideon did? The Bible said Gideon went and assembled about 32,000 men for this battle. How many thousand? Uh-uh. And God looked at him and said, Come, what are you doing with all these people? Come, I don't need these people for this battle. Else you will say that you have won this battle by your hands. And God wanted to train the army. And he told Gideon, and also, tell those that are afraid to go back. And about how many? 22,000 men, yes, you're correct. Went back. Remaining how many? 10,000. And God said, Gideon, 10,000 is still too much. And the Bible said that, let me look for that verse. Look at Judges chapter 7 verse 12. Can I see it? Look at how the Bible described the people of Media. He said, and the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along in the valley like grasshoppers for multitude. And their camels were without number. They were so plenty that the Bible could not number them. Two nations, the Midianites, the Amalekites, and all the forces from the east. They are the people that rose up against Israel. So plenty, without number, as the sand by the seaside for multitude. They were like the sand at the seaside. They were so plenty, nobody could number them. And you're telling me that 10,000 men is still small. Kai. And God said, we're going to still reduce them. And God said, okay, let's take them to the water. Now, God told him, those waters for some people, those people that will lap the water like dogs. You might go to them, and won't believe. They are the people that I'm looking for. I say, ah, when you go to the, a stream to drink water, it's no more that you bend down, scoop the water, and drink. 
Those people that will use their tongue to laugh. I saw it as a sign of weakness. Shout hallelujah. And the Bible said that at the end of the day, about 300 of them used their tongue to laugh water. And God said, yes, yes, these are the ones. Ah, 300 men. Just 300. Weak people. And by that 300 men, God delivered the people of Israel. Okay. Your enemies may have looked down on you. They may have been sitting on your head and said, this one cannot do anything again. I decree by the help of God. You those people that subdued you before, you shall not subdue them. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that like birds we have escaped from the snare of the power. Guess what? The snare is broken and we have escaped. Shout hallelujah. That is the help of God. Using small instruments to achieve mighty results. Every enemy that has sat on your head before now, as the help of God locates you, you shall subdue them in the name of Jesus. I say you shall subdue them in the name of Jesus. Two, the help of God is that help that sends you results when your efforts can no longer produce results. Kind. You think that the problem of your business is the location of your business. When Dolphin was located at Amokwe Street, you have to enter inside. She was still selling. And so it may not be necessarily your location. It is because God has not helped that business. I saw something in the Bible, in the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 10, 1 to 10. The Bible told us of some men who were in the lake fishing. And they are told all night looking for fishes. Nowhere. And suddenly help stepped into their boat. <laughs> and said, my friend, please launch your net again. And he said, Kai, we have been doing this thing before. Come, if it comes to fishing, we have doctorate degree in fishing. We are well experienced. We know the season of the Devatazo. We know the time when it will come, you will come, you will get fish. So we are so experienced in this business. But they said something very important. Since you have said it, and I would. They let down their nets. And suddenly, there was a convocation of fishes. Those that were pregnant delivered. Those that were in the nearby stream had to find their way to that lake. Fishes everywhere. Those that were sleeping in the morning, they wake up. Oh, we never know. Oh, we never know. Where were they rushing to? Into the net of Peter. They were rushing. Let us go. Something is happening. All the fishes in the nearby ocean, everybody was running. Can you buy net? Can you buy net? Oh, no, buy net. Shout hallelujah. Oh, no, buy net. Can you buy net? A woman in love at a garage at that time. She still sells up. I won't call her name. But when I be there, you will see other people with their barrel. You know? She will be selling. Crowd that day. Those are not why don't people buy apart from the other people? Man doesn't know about the one hundred. Who could run up your land there? Yeah? It's over. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And the Bible said their nets got filled, their boats. So I want to believe that it was more than one boat. So I wasn't the one. Nakendi's boat were there. I went as everywhere. And they couldn't pull it up. 
That is what the help of God can do for you. That is what the help of God can do for you. Nobody has called your phone for business. By the help of God, they will be calling your life. Look at your phone. They say, "Hello, he's waiting." Can't do too much. Can't get every phone. That is what the help of God can do for you. I pray you shall not meet that help in the name of Jesus. With the help of God, you don't need to break down because of suffering before you can break through. He ushers you to a realm of effortless breakthrough. Effortless breakthrough. It is no longer the story of walking like an elephant and eating like an ant. God multiplies your efforts. Even small things, don't worry, come to be a You shall not miss that help in the name of Jesus. I said you shall not miss that help in the name of Jesus. The help of God is that that delivers to you what you are not qualified for. It delivers to you what you are not qualified for. It ignores your qualification. He is not interested to know uh, what is your qualification. No. God puts this aside. And I, 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 normally they say that God is not looking for people that are qualified. What he does that anybody he calls, he qualifies the person. Praise the Lord. Amen. There are some things in life you may have beaten yourself off from completing. You think in your small mind you can never have access to this thing. It is because the help of God has not located you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. During 2019 election, I was very involved in advocacy. Civil advocacy for, you know, voter mobilization and all that. And one day, they sent me an email inviting me for a meeting at Transcom Hilton. And I got to that meeting and I saw the people that were there. Come. A small boy whose father died when he was 10 years. Grew up in Gariki. Sitting in the table with this kind of people in this meeting. I cried. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And by the grace of God, I was given an opportunity to say something. And after saying something that day, one I neck director, during the tea break, she called me and said, young man, I like the way you spoke. Do you know me? I said, no, man. She said, do you know this man over there? That man was Clement Wanko. I said, no, no, man. He mentioned another person. Do you know this person? I said, no, man. And she said, you're sitting like this. Put your state contact. Shout hallelujah. There are some things that you think you are not qualified, but by the help of God, God will take you places where you never imagined you can be. And that shall not be long in the name of Jesus. I said that shall not be long in the name of Jesus. That shall not be long. If you look at what happened in the book, the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 6 to 11, when Samuel anointed David, when he got to the house of you know Jesse, he saw the first one. He said, Yes, this is the one that God is looking for. Oh yeah. Tall, handsome. You know, came. And God said, No, 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 this is not the one. And all the seven sons of Jesse had to pass before someone. None of them did God choose. It was the man that was forgotten, that was in the bush somewhere. No reputation, no qualification, no status, nothing, nothing. That was the one that God was looking for. That was the one that God was looking for. And God went and singled him out there. I pray for you. The same way God singled out David, the same way God will single you out. In the name of Jesus. I say the same way God will single you out. In the name of Jesus. Finally, as I pray tonight, the help of God is that that comes to you when you think all hope is lost. When you think all hope is lost. I remember what happened in the book of John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus. 
When Jesus came around, Martha told him, told him, see, Master, if you were here, you know, she started blaming Jesus. If you were here, my brother would not have died. I don't know how many of us have blamed God. She said, Have you come to some point in your life where you are saying, everybody is saying, ah, this one have a problem, but we're not church. But yet, look at the mystery that has fallen upon her. And you're looking at yourself, you're walking so helplessly. You think everything is gone. You think your chapter is closed. Can I tell you something? Nobody can close your chapter except God. He's the one that has the key of David. That when he locks, nobody can open. When he opens, nobody can lock. I pray for a release of the glorious destiny. In the name of Jesus. The woman, the widow of Zarephath, told Elijah, Elijah, God sent Elijah to her. And when Elijah got there, he, he placed a demand of water. And after asking for water, he said, okay, add some muscle of bread to it. And the woman said, prophet, I have bread though. But what I have is, what I have decided that after I eat, I am my son. And I tell the person, boy, I have Praise the Lord. We are waiting for I need to say the bread. I sit in Nabazia and the one. Emesia. Emesia. I guess you call Allah on my home. Memesia. Memesia. I guess you call Allah on my home. And she didn't know that God has not said so. And as, long, as soon as he provided that supply for Elijah, the Bible said, as the farmer lasted, she did not lack. She did not lack. That supply became abundant. It did not cease. Your supply shall not cease. Your supply shall not cease. Your demon is not sounding as if you mean it. I said your supply shall not cease. In the name of Jesus. I want to quickly show something in the scripture before we pray. Job chapter 14 verse 7. Job chapter 14 verse 7. Look at it very carefully. It says, for there is hope of a tree. Even if it is cut down, it shall sprout again. And that the tender branch thereof will not what? Cease. They may have cut you down like a tree. And everybody, they are saying that they could go for this year. How could you go in a family as your mom? There's no other person that can break his head in this family. And now, China, your chapter is closed. The Bible says there is hope for that tree. Verse 8. It says, Though the roots thereof was old in the earth, and the stalk thereof died in the ground, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies. It abided the law. But when it falls to the ground and dies, it abided, it bears much fruit. They may have think that that situation has died. But see what the Bible is saying. It shall sprout forth again. The next verse. It says, yet, please give me another translation. Give me a new king. What, what, that's uh, King James. Okay, let me read from my, my, my translation. It says, yet, at the scent of the water, it will burn and bring forth 
branches like plants. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I don't know you are here. Maybe it is your own but I like this simple song that says, Amaram, Onion Chip, No So, Chai. Amaram, Oh,